talking about Sabbath today. And it was funny because I was in the back and the, the, the team was leading worship and I was just back there and I was just getting so hype. And I thought how funny it was, the juxtaposition, because I'm really hype about talking about Sabbath, which is like super zen, right? And like restful. And I'm like, let's go. Eric was back there. I literally went up, jumped up to him and like shoulder bumped him, like jumped up. And he was obviously a little surprised because what am I doing? But I was like, let's go, Sabbath. <laughs> you know, like, so I'm pumped, I'm hype. Let's get it going. It's gonna be awesome. Um, if you are new this week, you're right in the middle of, of two weeks. So we, last week we spent talking about Sabbath and why uh, there's a biblical precedent for followers of God to take a Sabbath day. And then we talked about some of the logistics of what Sabbath is, some of the ritual in it, the, the historical roots in it. And so if you weren't here last week, um, I think you'll be able to keep up just fine today, um, but it will help after today just to listen to the podcast. So Ethos Church has a podcast. We talked about Sabbath and why. And uh, what we're doing for the past, I think nine weeks now, we're in the middle of a series called Back to Basics. And uh, we're taking simple Christian practices and we're dividing them into two weeks. So the first week we'll talk about why. So we'll talk about simple Christian practices like reading the Bible or praying or worshiping or Sabbath, which is this week. Um, and we'll talk about why we do it. We'll just, for some of us, re-remember, wait, why do we believe this again? We're not just doing this to do it. We believe something is actually happening in the spiritual realm and in all the realms in our lives. So why? What's scripture say? What's actually taking place in our hearts and around us as we participate? But we don't leave it at the why phase, right? We go into the how phase. And to those who have heard, heard me do this every single week, good job. I bet it is just, you know exactly what I'm about to say, every, every line. But for those, uh, uh, but for, for, for each Christian practice, we don't leave it in the why, we go to the how. We go to how do we do it? And we get extremely simple and practical. And the goal of the how weeks is to just to make it as tangible as it can be. That if you left within three minutes, you could literally actually begin practicing the thing we've talked about. And so we break it down as simple as possible. And that's what we're gonna do with Sabbath today. We are gonna get super practical, okay, into how you can Sabbath, what Sabbath can look like. And are, are you got, do you got slides today? Let's go, my man. Um, Shane's got slides, woo, for Shane. Um, Woo, for Shane. Oh, that was so cheesy. I'm sorry that I made you do that. Um, all right. So um, just a reminder uh, for the, the heart of the Sabbath, uh, Sabbath is a day of rest. If you remember that command in Exodus, like uh, we remember that God created the world in six days and then rested on the seventh and therefore made it holy. And last week you broke down how uh, God like, uh, I want it woven, weaved, interwoven um, in the way God designed the world and however woven or weave would fit with how I'm trying to say it, um, that within our DNA, I believe that God imprinted uh, a gift of Sabbath in our makeup. We, we broke down like studies and all this stuff and like kind of proving that, hey, we're kind of made for this six days of work, one day of rest. And so what would it look like for us to take advantage of this gift? That's what we're gonna talk about today. And I wanna invite you, if you've got a Bible, to turn to John chapter 15. If you don't, we've got a slide for you. Um, so you can just look at the screen, but I wanna read verse five, just to sort of remind us um, to set the precedent for the conversation today, okay? Um, so Jesus is talking, and he's gonna say something really important and really powerful, okay? Jesus says, if you're still turning, you're fine. You can just look up. Um, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing, all right? 
Sabbath for us as Christians is how we remind ourselves, remember that we are, before we are human doings, we're human beings. And, and before we go and bear fruit, right? If we were to go and seek to like make good in the world, to, to do good things, to, to be productive in the kingdom without first abiding in, being attached to Jesus, the vine, um, it, it would be useless. It would be worthless. So Jesus says, hey, abide in me. Like, what does a branch do to bear fruit? It simply remains connected, right? That's, that's what it does. The minute a branch falls off, you just have to rake it out of your yard, right? Because it's now useless, right? Branches don't bear fruit on their own accord, right? They have to be connected to the tree, the root. Does that make sense? So Jesus says like, hey, if you're gonna bear fruit in the kingdom, just abide. Just like be with me. And you will bear fruit, but don't skip the being with me. And so Sabbath is a practice of abiding, all right? This is done with God, all right? So you'll notice that you had handouts on your chairs and you saw a calendar, but if you'll flip that over, all right? Um, I got a lot of help from practicingtheway.org. Um, I mentioned John Mark Comer last week um, from Brid the Bridge, Bridgetown? Is it Bridgetown? Thank you, Cody, always and forever looking at you. Um, Bridgetown, um, they help me out with a lot of resources or some of my own language in here. Um, you'll be able to tell when I'm saying stuff and when I'm using a smarter person. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you will. Uh, look at the bottom left of Pick a Day. It says, hey, this is important. Read this next part, okay? Um, that's me, all right? So uh, <laughs> you'll be able to tell my commentary. Um, but, but I wanna walk us through what Sabbath can look like. There's a lot of stuff right here and there's a few ideas I wanna give us uh, as, I as I teach, but I'm gonna spend a lot less time teaching. We're actually gonna spend a lot more time brainstorming on our own and then we'll do some sharing with one another. But if you've been here on the How Weeks, there's been a lot more like circle up chairs, group discussion, I teach, group discussion, ebb and flow kind of vibe. This will look a little different, all right? It's 9 a.m. So if you need to stand up, shake it out a little bit, like wake up, I'm gonna ask for your participation and your own brainstorming, all right? I think it's gonna be awesome. So. All right, Sabbath, boom. Let's talk about what it looks like to implement a day of Sabbath, okay? So looking at the back of this calendar, um, the first key, all right, to taking Sabbath is to pick a day to take Sabbath. I bet you were gonna skip that step. I'm just kidding, you probably weren't. But it's important to just pick a day. The reason I've given us calendars today is for some of us, we go, I'm busy seven days a week. I know that's not good. I know that needs to change. And it will take you writing down your actual schedule to figure out what you need to move around, what you need to eliminate, what you need to adjust to actually create space for Sabbath. Okay, that's a really important step. Some of you go, look, I don't even, I work three days a week. I, can, I got four days to pick from. That's great. This calendar may not be that helpful to you. But some of you go, I actually need to sit back and pay attention to the rhythms of my life before I can actually pick a day to Sabbath. Okay, does that make sense? Um, so use that if it's helpful. What I've done with this calendar, I've literally taken time to think through every day of my week and fill out every hour what I'm up to. And that helps me identify when is my most ideal time to take a 24-hour period? What are some things that will happen there that need to move, okay? So anyway, if that's helpful, uh, great. If it's not, 
Sorry. All right. So pick a day. So be aware of your calendar. For some of you, this will be obvious. For others, it will be this ebb and flow with your work life. This might be a change. That target might change every single week. It'll take your persistence in, in like being aware. Like every time Sunday comes around, identifying, okay, when's my Sabbath going to happen here? But I think it's so important to implement it. Um, some examples of, of Sabbath days, there's the traditional Sabbath, uh, which takes place on Friday evening through Saturday evening. Um, this happens to be my Sabbath, um, which... I'm gonna really start implementing the intentionality of Sabbath. I'm gonna to try to at least, y'all can check, me, check, check up on me on that. But um, this is traditional Sabbath. So it begins on Friday evening, okay? So we're used to our days starting in the morning. Um, I'm gonna begin uh, trying to do Sabbath in the evening, uh, like just going back to the Jewish calendar, okay? I think for me, if I wake up, I don't wake up ready to implement something, Okay, so for me, it's easier to go, hey, let's plan a dinner. And once dinner starts, we have entered into the thing, the ritual, the Sabbath day. And then I get to wake up like, like happy, you know? I don't have to plan something. That's just not my personality. For you, you might go, actually, it'd be better for me to start Sabbath in the morning. That's when I'm ready to like make plans and whatever. Okay, so, uh, but traditional Sabbath, Friday evening to Saturday evening, um, uh, for, for our culture, the, the easiest Sabbath might be the Lord's Day Sabbath, which is from Saturday evening to Sunday evening. Um, so culturally, a lot of us just have Sundays off, just guaranteed it's a slow day. Um, Sabbath incorporates communal worship. Uh, so it, it might make the most sense for us to go, um, hey, Saturday night, my Sabbath starts. Sunday morning, I go to church, I worship God, and then you make plans for the rest of the day to, to rest, be with God, be people you love, do the things you love, okay? That's another example. Um, others of you might be the midweek week Sabbath, just whatever 24-hour period works best, all right? Encouragement here, give yourself grace, be persistent, take your next step, okay? Um, Just try things. Don't give up. This sounds weird because we're talking about resting, which is pretty amazing, Um, but anytime there's a new habit or a new practice and we're just working out the kinks and trying to get a balance, we'll throw that habit out. Even if it means sacrificing rest, like we will, because it's not normal. And so I would encourage you, give yourself time to implement Sabbath. Give yourself time for this normal to set in. Take heart, okay? All right, so pick a day, all right? That's, that's one, and we're gonna spend a lot of time doing that. Um, prepare and plan, second thing, prepare and plan. Do what, there's a lot more on the calendar than I'm gonna say right now, but I have it written down so you can read it. So do what you have to do before Sabbath to take Sabbath fully, okay? So this is chores, errands, important emails, phone calls, text, the things that are labor, all right? The things that you have to work to do, that you're not doing it going like, oh, this is so restful. Like whatever those things are, work hard to do those, all right? Um, this is gonna address some of some laziness in some of us, but for the rest of us, this is a good step. But, uh, but some of you go, I don't like working at all. You're gonna have to work, all right? You have to work hard to take Sabbath, okay? So if you have some grocery items you need to get, if you have a meal you wanna eat, but you don't have groceries for it, don't use Sabbath to go get groceries. Get groceries before Sabbath, and then on Sabbath, make the meal, all right? Or prepare the meal and then eat it on Sabbath, okay? Um, I think this is a big one, all right? With phones, all right, with technology. You already know this is a thing I care about, I'm passionate about. I would encourage technology having as little to do with your Sabbath as possible, okay? Um, Technology brings anxiety. It just, whether you 
kind of wanted to or not. Um, and so binging, I, I just am not sold. That's restful over the long haul. And so if you go, hey, I wanna watch a movie, great. All right, that's great. But it, any way you can detach from your phone, I would do it. So if there's texts and phone calls you need to make, um, text your people, say, hey, I won't be around my phone very much today. Make the plans beforehand. Hey, let's hang out at three. Um, I won't be answering phone. I'll see you there. Um, and I'm trusting you won't bail on me because then I'll just stand there waiting for you, right? Uh, but, but whoever you need to text and say, hey, on this day, I won't be around my phone. And don't feel the need to explain. Hey, I won't be on my phone taking Sabbath. Okay, anyway, Sabbath is this thing. If you look back at Genesis chapter two, you know, you don't do that. Like, like, like adults don't have to make excuses. We can just like, it's really cool as an adult. We get to like set the precedent. I'm just doing this thing. Don't ask me. I won't be around my phone, all right? You don't have to be that cold-hearted, but, but tell people. So it helps me to let people know I won't be around my phone because then I'm not tempted to go look at it. Like, it just helps me. For some of us, you go, hey, my job as, as ideal and like as beautiful as that sounds, I, I have to have my phone. Um, so I would encourage you, set, set it on Do Not Disturb and check it every two to four hours. But whatever you can do to space yourself from that thing so that you can enter a, a more genuine um, and life-giving rest, okay? So buy what you gotta buy, finish what you gotta finish, monitor your technology usage, whatever you gotta do so that you can enter into the Sabbath um, well. All right, um, delight, all right? So now when Sabbath is actually here, um, I'm not gonna elaborate on this, but just if you'll look at your handout, how you begin and how you end your Sabbath is important, all right? It, you're, you're communicating something to yourself. Uh, it, it helps you keep the Sabbath holy, uh, holy, set apart, unique, different, elevated, like it's holy. And so how you start the day is important. I would encourage, uh, one thing that came to my mind this week, whatever your ideal quiet time is, whether it's with you or with other people, that's a good way to start Sabbath. Just whatever you go, man, if every day I could do this, I'd be so proud of myself if I could do this for God every day. Do that on Sabbath, like do that thing. Um, and so if you wanna sit with people and read a Psalm or, or pray like Holy Spirit, will you just like be with us today? Thank you for Sabbath. Thank you for giving this to us. We acknowledge this is from you and that it's with you. We're not resting away from you, God. Like you're here, you're in this. Um, but whatever it looks like for you, start in a meaningful and named way. Like be overt, be obvious in how you're starting Sabbath. So if you start in the evening, starting with a meal and a prayer and a Psalm is such a good way to do it. You're telling yourself and the people around you, we're starting Sabbath, okay? And then also how you end it. Um, so if you're looking at your handout, at the very end, I wanna point that out. Traditionally, the Sabbath ends by sitting on the floor, lighting a candle and sharing the best part of your Sabbath and what you're looking forward to in the week ahead. And then ending with prayers of gratitude. That's my favorite one and how I would end Sabbath, but there's a few different options, okay? So just know when you Sabbath, start it and end it with intentionality, okay? Um, and whatever stresses you out, don't do that, but whatever can be helpful, okay? All right, now I want to spend a few minutes talking about some ideas that you can participate in as you Sabbath. So everything's on the handout, but what's not on the handout, yes. Oh God, I'm talking about boy, you're so ready, ahead of the game. Um, so. Uh, Sabbath ideas, if you're single, all right? If you're single, here's some ideas. I should have made another bullet that said fill in the blank, um, but I got these from practicingtheway.org. Um, so listen to worship music, spend time with G I'm not even, I'm just gonna let you look at it, but I'll read over them. Uh, read the Bible, um, read a fiction or non-fictional book, whatever you're into, meet up with a friend for coffee or tea. I'm not that into coffee or tea. I feel like we always give those examples. I would never do that. I would hang out at a bonfire or go on a walk with some homies, uh, watch the game, play board games, play cards. But if you're the coffee person, great, do that. 
Um, host a communal dinner or game night. That's way more my vibe. That's, that's what I'm trying to do when I'm with friends. Um, watch or go see a movie. Explore a museum or art gallery. Go for a hike. Bring a friend. Have a nice meal with friends. Take a nap. Shout out. I will be doing that. Make art. I will probably not be doing that. I have tried. Former rapper. Um, so, uh, so, so look at this list for like a minute and write down anything that sounds good to you. All right. I, I don't want to just speed past it, but this is stuff that I couldn't fit into these notes. Also, these are supposed to be complete squares and I printed 111 copies, and then I looked at one of them and went, oh my gosh, the square doesn't end. It's an infinite square, and I was so sad. <laughs> but for the sake of the trees, I couldn't reprint. Just know, my, my personality, that kills me that the bottom line got erased. Um, all right. But what bottom line did not get erased is that Sabbath is important, and that's the bottom. <laughs> all right, so write any ideas down. I looked, at, I looked at you from my safe place because I knew you'd at least smile. All right, so are we good there? Is anyone still taking notes here? Raise your hand if you, if you still need it. Must not have been that helpful. All right, next slide. All right, so if you're married but don't have kids, hey, you're gonna love this. You all already see it. Every last one of you married people already see it and you're like, yep, you're right, we got a Sabbath. Uh, have sex is the one I'm talking about. Uh, make a meal together, go out, take a walk, have sex. That is not a joke. That is super serious. So like in, in, the, in the rhythms of our life, if you're married, you know how this goes. You know how busy you get, how stressed out you get, how out of rhythm you can get with your spouse. Um, this is actually a great day to celebrate like one of the gifts of marriage and to have sex with each other, okay? And so that's actually a real thing. I, I would really encourage that. Um, I'm definitely gonna be encouraging that in my marriage. So um, read the Bible, pray together, get a couple's massage. It's super greedy, but go for it. Um, this is a good chance to explore your spouse's hobbies. Um, this is something that Leah and I are, are just not as aware of that, that I wanna get more into. Like so often we're already in our rhythm. We go to Taqueria, we play this card game. It's really fun called Quiddlers, I think is what it's called. It's like rummy, but you spell words. It's super nerdy and we love it. But I haven't taken a lot of time to go, hey, what's something that you love that maybe I just don't love like to do? And let's just do it. Let's just, I wanna see what makes you come alive that doesn't necessarily make me come alive. That can be a cool thing. So anyway, or maybe it make you both come alive. Um, host a communal dinner. Um, watch or go see a movie. I've got friends that just love seeing movies. Um, that's, that can be a fun thing. Go for a drive. If you've ever driven without time on your mind, it's actually kind of nice. Not super environmentally friendly. So if you've got a Prius, go for a drive. Go for a drive, enjoy it. Don't go above 40. You use gas then. Um, I think that's right. Uh, go for a hike, hang out with friends, take a nap, all right? Does anyone need that slide any longer? We good? Cool. Next slide. Married with kids. All right. Um, I don't relate to a couple of these, but I trust they're helpful. You guys can tell me if they are. Um, but like this first one, put together a box of special toys with your kids that they get to play with on the Sabbath. My guess is it's a special thing that highlights Sabbath is a gift. Sounds cool. So that's an idea, right? Um, plan a special meal, like a pancake breakfast or dessert. Read a story from the Bible. Take a walk in your neighborhood. Go see a movie. Go to the zoo. Someone was hating on the Nashville Zoo. It's fine. It's a good zoo. No, no, it is a good, it is a decent zoo, all right? Unless there's another place with tigers, all right? The Nashville Zoo will do, okay? Um, but anyway, the Science Museum, super cool. Um, commit to not doing chores, all right? That'll be hard for you, but commit to it. Let the kids, here we go again, all right? <laughs> Let the kids take a nap or watch a movie while you take a nap or do your thing and... and uh, <laughs> 
parents take turn take uh, turns uh, taking time doing your own thing. So if you need to, if one needs to watch the kid while the other just does something life giving, do that. Um, single parents, see if someone in your community that you trust is willing to hang out with your kids for a bit, so you can just have some alone time. Um, so yeah, these are helpful. Do you guys need time to look at these any longer? Have they helped you? Okay, um, I'm trusting this is helpful. Does this feel helpful? Okay, I think it's great. All right, guess what it's time for? Exclamation point, make your own plan. So this is the whole point of today. Um, I wanted you to, to step back. You have calendars, you have pens, and I want you to um, plan an ideal Sabbath day for yourself. So you go, if Sabbath is a time to abide with Jesus, to be with the Lord, and then to experience joy and rest and things that bring you life, we're gonna take like 15 minutes for you to legitimately plan out a very real day. So like 24 hour period. So if you begin in the evening, do that. If you wanna use your calendar, obviously that's why I gave it to you. Um, so write it all down. But I want us right now to take 15 minutes to plan your own Sabbath. We're not gonna do this communally unless you're married, of course, um, but plan your own Sabbath. So I'm gonna, we're gonna play some music. Ben, is that cool? Can we do that? Music? Okay, we'll play some music. And if you need to spread out, if you wanna to go to the back, if you wanna walk around for like 15 minutes, we're gonna plan a Sabbath. So plan a Sabbath that you can actually do in Nashville. And then we're gonna come back together and we'll share a few things. And it'll be awesome. So let's plan one. What can Sabbath look like for you? Use those notes on the back to help guide you. Hey, as you're, uh, as you're still doing this, um, your challenge now that you've, you, you've written it out or maybe you're finishing up your ideal day is now I want you to schedule it, okay? So you might go, hey, my next week, it doesn't work. My next two, whatever. Find your next 24-hour period. Schedule it. Move what you gotta move. So right now, pull out your calendars on your phones, wherever you make your plans, and I want you to go ahead and schedule a day where you're gonna live this thing out. This ideal Sabbath day, you're gonna do it, all right? This is how we participate. This is how we learn and retain and get to experience the goodness of God. So um, schedule your first Sabbath, all right, and the hope is to make it weekly, but right now we'll start with one Sabbath day. Schedule it, implement it, and then uh, we'll talk as a group. All right, it sounds like you're already doing this, which is amazing, but two, two action items, okay? So um, I want us to, uh, I don't think we need to circle up. It seems like we're doing great at talking, uh, but share with someone at least, ah, share with at least two people two things, all right? One, your date. When's the, when's the first time you're gonna take Sabbath? The Sabbath that you planned out, okay? So share your date. Um, and then secondly, um, share one or two things that you're gonna do on your Sabbath, okay? So go ahead. If you wanna circle up chairs, if that's helpful, do that. But just share with people around you, all right? When are you taking your first Sabbath, all right? And then also, what are some things you're doing? All right, so share with one another. All right, we're gonna, we're gonna transition into communion. But before I do that, I was just talking to, to Hannah and Sean about Sabbath and and uh, she was just talking about how in the short term, like long-term Sundays might work best for their family, Saturday night to Sunday. So she was talking about how she got all the laundry done. They had a good meal last night. They didn't do a psalm or anything. But like that was starting into maybe accidentally a good Sabbath rhythm. But they were talking about how, but next weekend the family comes in, the weekend after that, or next week I go to work, the weekend after that the family comes in, the weekend, and she, the next three weekends, that's gonna happen especially when you're beginning something new, right? There's a new rhythm you're putting into your calendar. And so your calendar right now in the immediate might not be hospitable to that. But that's why you go ahead and get ahead of it. Hey, put it in your calendars. The fourth Sunday from now, I know Sundays are my best day. I'm just overscheduled until then. So work with what you got in the next few weeks, if it needs to be a Wednesday, Saturday, or a 18-hour Sabbath or a 12-hour Sabbath. But get out ahead of it 
and then make your calendar answer to your Sabbath. So as far out as you need to go, if it's six Sundays from now is my first Sunday where I haven't accidentally made plans, that can be the start of my Sabbath rhythm. Do that. That's good, all right? Do what works. So I'm sure a lot of our calendars are full. We can't find space, but let's get ahead of it and then the space will be there, okay? Um, all right, let's take communion together. So um, let's stand and, and you can exit towards the middle. Um, and and there's, there's four communion tables, four corners of the room. So exit towards the middle, go grab communion. And we'll take it corporately as a church. All right. Um, yeah, as we're just holding on to communion, I know that standard, uh, we, we take bread and, and juice separately. And um, just to remind us what communion is about, uh, we, we take bread because we remember that God um, did not stay distant as this big, powerful deity that, that gave us a lot to do and, and gave us instructions, which he could have done and been totally justified. He answers to no one, but he didn't do that. He became flesh. Like when he saw humanity and the relationship between humanity and God severed, he became flesh. He took on flesh in, in that of Jesus Christ. And that he knows our experience. He knows what it's like to be human. So whatever week you've had, think about the hardest time of your life and Jesus sympathizes with that. He knows that. He understands that, right? He's been tempted in every way. He knows those things. Um, so we take the bread remembering that. Um, but we also drink the cup and we remember that Jesus didn't just become human, but that he shed his blood, that, that there was a sin issue, that, that we couldn't help ourselves, that we choose sin. We choose disruption between us and God, 10 out of 10, every time. And he shed his blood, perfect blood, um, to create a way between us and God, to become the perfection that we could not be, that, that he's our mediator, he takes care of us. And so when we take communion, we remember that God took on flesh and that he made a way for us to walk in holy and peaceful relationship with our creator, which is incredible. But also as we take communion today, I want you to take it with, as best you can with a posture of gratitude that Sabbath exists. <laughs> like we just spent the last 20 minutes planning something that God instructed us to plan. And I hope that you're writing down things that sounded fun to you, that sounded nice, restful, like a good idea. It might feel hard to attain right now, but you're gonna try. It's gonna be life-giving. And so you take communion, remembering that, that God has instituted Sabbath and it's a blessing. And that's just a neat, that's a pretty sweet deal that that's the God we serve, that he goes, hey, make sure you take a day off. You rest, you remember that I'm with you. You thank me for the promises I fulfilled in your life and you, and you do things that bring you life. And so um, let's just take communion as a church, the bread and the cup, um, and just, just take some time to pray to yourself and just say, thank you, God, for Sabbath. Is that cool? Okay. Yeah, we can stand together as a church. We're gonna worship. Um, yeah, thank you, Lord, for Sabbath. Thank you for this church. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being our helper. Um, amen.